Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 3, episode 266 of this daily study podcast. Or should I say 226, getting my numbers mixed up there. Uh, we are continuing our study today of the Doctrine and Covenants section 88, which is found in the August 9th to August 15th section of the Come Follow Me materials for this year. Uh, and straight away in verse 2, uh, we see... Uh, the Lord um, re- um, explaining or introducing himself again as the Lord of the Sabaoth, um, which again is re- referring to what he said in Doctrine and Covenants 87. So straight away we see here the, the link between the two sections and how he is the Lord of the Sabaoth or the Lord of hosts or Lord of armies um, who has great power. He is introducing himself as a great a source of great power for those who believe in him. And as we have that in mind, we'll look at the next few verses with a lot more understanding. Uh, It says in verse three, wherefore, I now send upon you another comforter, even upon you, my friends, that it may abide in your hearts, even the Holy Spirit of promise, which other comforter is the same that I promised unto my disciples, as is recorded in the testimony of John. Now, it's interesting this. He's saying that the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit of promise is another comforter. Now, in order for the Holy Spirit to promise to be another comforter, there has to be a another comforter, if that makes sense. Uh, otherwise, he would say the comforter. Um, and that uh, is referring to the saviour. Often the saviour is, is referred to as the, the second comforter. Um, and we know that he can comfort us because he has gone through everything that he goes has he, that we go through. And actually... Um, as we go into verse four, it says, this comforter is the promise which I give unto you of eternal life, even the glory of the celestial kingdom. And once it introduces the comforter as the promise of eternal life, which of course brings great peace and hope to us, he then speaks about the the fact that he is the saviour. And in verse six, it says, he that ascendeth up on high, as also he descended below all things, in that he comprehendeth, comprehended all things, that he might be in all this verse brings great peace uh, to individuals. And I think that um, obviously we had Doctrine and Covenants section 87 just before, a few days before, in fact, uh, for the prophet Joseph Smith. And uh, this will have brought a lot of peace and comfort to him. Elder Neil L. Anderson said this, quote, Some will say you don't understand my situation. I may not, but I testify that there is one who does understand. There is one who knows your burdens because of his sacrifice made in the garden and on the cross. As you seek him and keep his commandments, I promise you that he will bless you and lift the burdens too heavy to bear alone. He will give you eternal friends and opportunities to serve. More important, he will fill you with the powerful spirit of the Holy Ghost and shine his heavenly approval upon you. No choice, no alternative that denies the companionship of the Holy Ghost or blessings of eternity is worth of our consideration. Close quote. There is great peace promised uh, throughout this section. Uh, and that is something which we're looking at really uh, in this study is that the Lord offers us hope and peace. Remember that this section was called an, an olive leaf plucked from the tree of paradise. The Lord's message of peace to us, uh, as it quotes in the Come Follow Me manual. The Lord then refers to himself as the light of truth. And then in verse seven, it says, which truth shineth. This is the light of Christ, as also he is in the sun and the light of the sun and the power thereof by which it is made. Um, We then go into a long discussion about light and about how the saviour is the light. 
um, and what this light is. And we'll we'll begin this discussion today, but it's a really you know long discussion, so we'll probably go into tomorrow as well. But it's really fascinating as well. Um, as a teacher, uh, particularly a teacher of um, kind of older primary school t children, for those uh, in the US, that's kind of like 10 to 11 year old children. Um, I, I, I actually teach the, the so, sort of the beginning principles of light and how light travels and reflects and shadows are created and so on. Um, and actually, the idea of light is fascinating. When you go really de in depth into it, you can really go really deep. Uh, we actually have a little discussion about colour. And how when light reflects off a surface, you are seeing the light that is reflected off that surface into your eye. And that's what creates the colour. And I always, I, I always, we, we explain that and it really gets quite detailed because when you think about it, you know, the objects that we see, you know, the, the red apple that we see on the desk is only red because of the red light that's reflected off it. If that red light wasn't reflected off it, it would look a different colour. Uh, it's really just it gets to the stage where I even had one child one year ask so so what color is grass then and I was like well it's green <laughs> but they're like well no but you know if it wasn't that's that material or if that it didn't have that filter on it then it could be any color and it's just really interesting when you get in deep in, into it and so we could go really deep into this discussion on light uh, and the light of Christ um, and we'll, we'll see what we can do but Elder D. Todd Christopherson says this Quote, whatever it may be, we cannot escape the fact that we need to understand and live the principles of the restored gospel as best as we can for our invitations to be inviting. It is something often referred to today as authenticity. If the love of Christ dwells in us, others will know that our love for them is genuine. If the light of the Holy Ghost burns within us, it will rekindle the light of Christ within them. What you are, what you are lends authenticity to your invitation to come experience the joy of the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ, close quote. Now, this in itself, I think, is an interesting quote because it refers to the fact that the Holy Spirit burning within us, you know, this light of Christ that is talked about here is in everyone. Um, the Holy Spirit can burn within us. And if we have the gift of the Holy Ghost, if we're confirmed a member of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we can have it as a constant companion. But the light of Christ is available for all. Uh, and it, when you think about that, it's such a beautiful gift that even those that, you know, possibly reject the Saviour or do not want to hear about his teachings, they can still have his power and influence in their lives to bless and support and strengthen them. I mean, how much grace is shown in that, that... The light of Christ is something which um, is available to every individual. It's like the resurrection, you know, the resurrection of all mankind, except for those sons of addition who, um, who, and who will be few. You know, that resurrection is available to everyone. And it's at this stage that you start to understand just how merciful and how grace and how full of grace our Savior is and how our Heavenly Father is. Because these things, whilst they, they don't need, need to have covenant um, relationships with them they still provide this light um, and as it says in verses 8 to 10 and also he is in the moon and the light of the moon and light in, in the light of the stars and the power thereof and in the earth also and then in verse 11 and 12 it says and the light which shineth which giveth you light is through him who enlighteneth your eyes which is the same light that quickeneth your understandings which light proceedeth forth from the presence of God to fill the immensity of space um God is light. The Savior is light. The light that we have, you know, and this is where it gets starts to get quite deep. The light that we have comes from Christ. Um, 
and that is why you know we have such a, a peace when when you kind of feel the the warmth of the sun on you um you know obviously there are physiological physiological reasons why you feel that warmth and comfort there but there's also a spiritual understanding there and anything that is spirit that is temporal is also spiritual we we learn we learn that uh, in many places in the scriptures as well now as we go into verse 13 we start to see this light being linked um to law and i don't want to really dive into that discussion today because i think that is a whole other discussion in itself how law and light are often used interchangeably now in the following verses um and also this whole discussion about the spirit and the body being the soul so so many great things there we're going to leave that uh, and and come back to it tomorrow and we are kind of near to at the end of our time anyway uh, thank you very much for listening today uh, i hope you stay with us to continue through this discussion because um, i'm really excited to share it and kind of consider it with you um Please do follow the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, and you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com as well. Thank you very much for your time, and until we meet again.